You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Bernard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Welcome back. <laughs> I don't know the rest the of the lyrics, but I'm singing one. place that you left well. Should yeah, we there sing, you go. Should we sing it like Scott Stapp? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello, my friend. We meet again. Carl's going to be hyped that we're doing Creed songs right here at the beginning of the show. I know he's going to love it. Is that sarcasm? <laughs> no, no. His uh, his his girlfriend is a huge uh, is a huge Creed fan. So we're always in our group chat. We're always sending stuff back around, and he's just like, this is terrible. Yeah, "Creed's not bad." Nah. Like they 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 kind of got the Nickelback treatment for a little bit, but uh, I guess. Scott Stepp was a bit of a dickhead, I guess. Mm -hmm. they went, the whole band just went and got a new singer and changed her name to Alter Bridge, you know? Right. <laughs> just threw him out with the bathwater. Like, fuck you, yeah, dude. Alter Bridge is amazing, you know? Alter Bridge is uh, great, yeah. Oh, speaking yeah. of Alter Bridge, dude, did anything? Did we miss anything while we were gone? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We were gone. Yeah, yeah. Something, uh, no, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy going on. Corner oh, Street. <laughs> I was a Wow, wow. I don't even know if that's yeah. part of the song, but I'm going to do it with hands up and everything. It is, but it is now. It is now. <laughs> and if you want to see me do the hands thing while I'm playing air guitar, you can go to patreon.com slash mind of the meaning. Sign up today. Tears starting at just $10, meaning. You were doing the, uh, there, there was a guitar player named Michelangelo who had a four-necked guitar that he would play on like both sides of the thing at the same time. And he would do the, the overhead. <laughs> I, uh, He's like a heavy metal guy. I'll have to look him up. I would love to see it. But yeah. um, we got a lot to talk about, man. Lots to uh, to, to unpack do. and 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 catch yeah. up on. We have uh, the Pod Squad is here with us this week as well, which we yeah. love to have this live feed as well. Um, and uh, it's great, man. It's great to be back. It's great to see you. How have you been in the past uh, two weeks? Um, how was the 420 Expo? Tell me about what's been going on, man. Fucking exhausting, man. Um, <laughs> this weekend, as we record at uh, 1039 on October 7th. Oh, it's October's fucking 7th already. Ah, it's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. This, dro this drops on the 9th, but holy shit. Um, this weekend is like the first weekend I've had where I have nothing to do besides yeah. this show. But like... Every since Starcast, every weekend I've doing something. You yeah. know, uh, drove out to for Starcast, drove home, drove fourteen hours there, spent a couple days there, drove fourteen hours back. Fucking went to the Eagles, fucking Patriots game, mm -hmm. and then uh, the following I, I totally forget what I did last week. I did the four twenty Expo in Edison, New Jersey, which I'm surprised I even remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Um, 
my na- I was neighbors with uh, Bud Bundy and Rachel True oh, for like three days. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Everybody knows David Falsino, a.k.a. Bud Bundy. And Rachel True was from one of my favorite movies, the cult classic uh, movie called The Craft. Mm, yes. Another cult classic, uh, Half-Baked. Mm-hmm. She was uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, love interest in the movie. And, um, yeah, awesome. And, oh, well, shit. I say, you know, I was neighbors with David Faustino, but in between me and David Faustino was the Sandman, (laughs) (laughs) which was fun. Uh Uh, Shout out to uh, my buddies at the 420 Expo. They're they're like, oh, last year they're looking for, they wanted me on last year, but Mm. I was booked. They asked me for, like, 420-friendly wrestlers, so I suggested, um, you know, Godfather and RVD, who were booked this year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, Sandman. So I was like, I was like Sandman, you want to do the 420 Expo? He went, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him fuck saying yeah. it in my head, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yo, fuck yes. <laughs> and, uh, Love that guy. It was great, you know. Uh, <laughs> He's hilarious. Yeah, just uh, it was cool. We went up there, stayed up there for a couple days, and uh, uh, what did we do? Uh, met a lot of. The, and here's what. Here's the thing. I do conventions all the time, but mainly they're pro wrestling conventions, and like people come up, they already they know who you are, they know what you've done. By the 420, I, <clears throat> God damn, that's okay. At uh 420 Expo, you kind of get the people who aren't wrestling fans that come mm. over to your table. It takes you a little moment to to realize these aren't not everybody here is a wrestling fan, right? So you, I have to go back to the old school mentality of selling myself again to the people who don't know who I am. Wrestling conventions, people know who you are. You don't have to sell yourself. You right. just have to talk about, you know, the cool things you've you've been able to do. Now, 420 Expo, it's like, oh, well, I'm a former WWE, and I got my whole spiel. I'm former WWE superstar, and he said we were general of the Blue Meanie. Uh, I love when people point to the photos of me and go, who's that? You know, and you're like, uh, it, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and they point to like the most recent photo of me, which I'm like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm the asshole here with blue hair and a blue beard. And you're asking who the guy in the photo with the blue hair and blue beard is. That's me. That's uh, yeah. That's the uh, 420 talking. Um, nah, seriously, it was cool though. Yeah. Uh, meeting new people mm. and, and, explaining wrestling to new people and selling myself to new people and uh, all that stuff. But, uh, you know, day one was cool. Went to the, um, oh, my crossway neighbor uh, was um, Wilfred. Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah, from the FX show, right? Jason Gann. Mm -hmm. I want to say his name is Jason Gann. Uh, Played Wilfred, uh, Australian fella. Very nice. But we had a very nice, very lovely conversation. Um, Talking a little inside baseball about our characters. And, you know, like he wasn't a wrestling fan. So, mm. but like we, 
you know, I talked to him about wrestling, explained, like I said, sell myself to, you know, uh, Wilford, uh, to Jason Gann and say, hey, uh, you know, this is what I did, this is what my character, blah, blah, blah. And as somebody who played a character on TV, he got it. And, you know, we were very, we were chilling for like, you know, three days, which is kind of cool. And um, he told me about an experience he had uh, with Hulk Hogan. Mm. I guess uh, Hogan was somewhere, and he showed up. At, he was in his uh, Wilford outfit, and um, he went over to Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan didn't know. Hogan was like, "What the fuck is this guy dressed like a, a fucking dog?" <laughs> so everybody's like, "Oh, that's Wilford. That's whatever." And once he saw people's reactions to you know him as Wilford he's like oh okay it's this isn't a rib this isn't like a Howard Stern prank yeah this isn't like a Baba Bowie moment and um he was like oh yeah this 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 guy's my uh this is my dog here you know <laughs> so uh but like you know we talked we talked we talked about his show we talked about you know uh wrestling and um it was very cool, man. It was That's very cool, cool just to, that, I hadn't done a convention like that in a while. You know, like I, yeah. I've done like Chiller Theater and uh, Monster Mania, you yeah. know, where you get, you know, the the non-wrestling fans walking around going, oh, what's that? You know? Right. And uh, which is fine, which is cool because it's a, it's a, to me, it's a new, um, new challenge. Yeah. I knew old challenge because I've done it before, but I haven't had to do it in a while. So you're uh, reworking a, a memory muscle that you haven't had to do in a little bit. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, I'll meet somebody and they find out what I do and they'll, they feel guilty for going, oh, well, I'm not a wrestling fan. I go, that's fine. Right. And I, 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 I like to, you know, ease people and <clears throat> say, you know, ease their minds and say, you know, you don't have to. Like wrestling for us to have a conversation and enjoy this beer, you know, or whatever. Well, right. but, um, it's like when I tell people about that I do the show, they're like, oh, yeah, I do, you know, Blue Mini from ECW and WWE. Like a lot of people in Philly still remember ECW, but they're like, oh, that's, they may not know wrestling, but they know WWE. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, that's great. Like, I'll yeah. check it out, you know? So, yeah. No big deal. It's a good conversation piece, you yeah. know? And as long as you talk to people, in a respectful manner about it, you know, you know, don't get, Oh, how do you not know me? And how do you not know wrestling? Uh, do you know who I am? Mm, hate that shit. Oh my God, know? dude. We, the two of, uh, I'm sure between the two of us, we know enough people that are like that. I'm like, I would never big dog anybody like that. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, there's stories, but not worth <laughs> Yeah. Not worth it. No. Yeah. Not um, worth reliving. No, uh, God. Jesus. Seeing it in real time, I think, is worse than, like, hearing about it. Like, I just... <sighs> yeah. But I, I, yeah. I, I know that you ran into a friend of mine at um, at the 420 Expo. Nikki Doe was over there. She said she met you. Yeah, and she... Yeah. I've, known, I've known Nikki for, God, probably 15, 20 years now. We knew each other in high school. And I saw her tweets. I saw she was there. And I was like, oh, yeah, my buddy... Blue Meanie is there. She's like, oh, I just ran into him. I just talked. I was like, oh, that's amazing. So she's freaking great, man. I love Nikki so much. Yeah. Dude, that that whole 420 staff, uh, they also do the Exotica right. Expo. Um, my buddy Dan, who does it, um, I've known him forever. 
used to be in the, the music world, uh, managing bands and stuff like that. So he knows how to put on an event. And the 420 Expo was an amazing event. The staff uh, from top to bottom was awesome. Go to 420expo.com and um, you know look into when the next one will be because I hope to be on the next one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say my, my fucking Saturday. Friday was like the you show up Saturday. Hey, uh, it's the get settled. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Get to know you kind of phase where you're, you're getting familiar with the people in your area and you, and you go to the hotel and they have the, the hotel after party. Yeah. And you're at the bar and you're, you have a couple of cocktails. You know, I had my, 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 my calls were held. <laughs> and, uh, a Friday. Ooh. Like that's when the, uh, free samples came out and I was like, all right. Um, all I know is I took a fucking hit from one pen, somebody's pen, uh, whose shall re, re, well, who shall go on, who uh, shall remain nameless. Yeah. Yes. That's the phrase. So, you know, this person is a civilian. I don't want to put him out there. Took a hit of that pen. And then I had some of my own supply. Sandman had some stuff. He, he was fucking hitting like, (laughs) Like ah, ninety percent, you know. <laughs> and then somebody gave me a cookie, and then that was it. I was like, "All right, I'm set That's for the day." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My my uh, my my posture was sit here and pretend I'm looking at my phone. Yep. <laughs> and I'm looking at my phone. And I fucking see the circuit board. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I was yeah. gonna I was gonna tell you I had the. Um, I had a similar experience after our recording two weeks ago. And, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. So, like, someone who will remain nameless came up. And, um, you know, I guess we were talking about, um, edibles and things like that. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm trying it. Like, I'm getting into it, seeing what, how it works. And, you know, um, trying the CBD stuff because, you know, friends of the show and sponsors, Green Roads, they sent us some product, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, yes. And you'll hear that, you'll hear that ad at some point in the show here as well. But, um, yes great stuff. And I was like, well, you know, I still want to try to like, you know, like try to figure out like what works best for me and this, that, and the other. So he comes up and he's like, Oh, I got this stuff. We could try it. I'm like, Oh, cool. You know? And he, I guess he didn't tell me how much was in, like he didn't, he didn't share and I didn't read it. And I was like, Oh, well it's, you know, he's like, Oh, this isn't going to be bad. Right. Like, and I'm like, I only want to do like five milligrams at the most. Cause I don't, I don't fly often. Right. Like I don't do that. I, I'm not, I don't partake it and I'm building back up. So we had these like, I don't know, they were these giant gummies and he was like, just cut a hunk off of it. It's only like, it's not that much. It'll be fine. I was like, okay, cool. Famous last words. Right. So I cut a hunk off and so I had to go get a lens because I was going to Vegas the following week. So I had to talk to one of my photography buddies. I was like, hey, can I borrow one of your lenses for the weekend? And so everything's good. I'm driving, you know, Courtney's driving. We're we're heading over uh, to go pick this up. And then all of a sudden it was like, I forgot where I was. And I like, I would talk and then I wouldn't remember what I said. And then the guy, the photographer were talking, I couldn't remember what he said. And then it felt like everything in the world was just spinning circularly. Like it was like, like my equilibrium was so fucked up. My mouth was so dry. And then I started hallucinating like legit, like I was hallucinating and, um, 
I think, you know, I don't, I don't have a ton of memory about like what happened through the day, but, um, the next thing I know, Mrs. Goober's reading the label and she's like, oh no, these weren't 15 milligrams. These were 175 milligrams. And I think you took 55 milligrams. And so I was just in outer fucking space and like, I ended up calling I, aliens. Oh, uh, dude, legit. I was uh, the aliens that we talk about all the time. I was pretty sure I was talking to them. And yeah. I got in the shower because I was texting my buddy who's a, a stoner. And I was like, what do I do? Like, how do I come off of this? And he was like, just, he's like, try this. He's like, get in the shower, turn the cold water on and let it just see if it'll, it'll, it'll snap you out of it. I just saw colors and neon lights when the, hit, the water hit me. Like I was fucking, I've never tripped before. I've never done anything like that. And I was just fucking tripping balls. And, um, I was hallucinating for the better part of 24 <laughs> hours. And it was the most unpleasant experience of my life. Like I just like, no, it wasn't like scary tripping, you know, like how people get like real weird when, you know, and violent and shit. Like I didn't have any of those thoughts or anything. It was just like, yeah, it wasn't like bath salts or anything. I, right. Right. It was just like, Oh my God. Like, you know, everything I would do, like if, if my hand was in my face, it was like, you know, kind of like this weird, like warping shit. And it was just, so I finally like laid down about seven thirty. I went to sleep. I slept for like 13 hours. I woke up again and then I was like fine for like the first hour. And then I started tripping again and I was like, what the fuck? Make it stop. <laughs> I don't want to do yeah. this anymore. Um, so it was, it was a fucking brutal weekend, but, um, yeah, never doing that again. That's never going to be in my, in my repertoire again. Yeah. I, I kind of felt like the, like, I felt like whatever I did Saturday kind of hung out through Sunday. I was like, holy shit. Jesus. Not as bad, but as, uh, I was like, man, did I just end that sentence with the? <laughs> and then there was one point Saturday where, you know, everybody's there is fucking gimmicked up, right? Right. On the good stuff, not the bad stuff. Right. To me, the 420 is the good stuff. And there was one moment where me and somebody just looked at each other, and it was almost like we talked to each other telepathically. It was just like, <laughs> we looked at each other, and like everything was understood. Yeah. We're just like, you know, this is for the Patreon uh, exclusive. We, we looked at her like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we both went like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he walked away and I walked away. It was like, <laughs> man. It was not, but, uh, uh, it was not pleasant, man. Um, I, look, I like the four, I like the cannabis because... Everything fucking hurts. Yeah. All the time. It's my knees, my shoulders, uh, my legs, just like ache. You know, it's years of doing the moonsault and hit the fucking, hitting the mat. I wish there was a way to fucking measure the fucking impact of like every one of those fucking moonsaults I ever did. I would, like the impact that it would take on my body. Like, I can't even imagine the, the pressure of the pounding of the mat. But, I'm feeling it in my the front of my legs, mm. my knees, and all that stuff. But um, that stuff helps, like especially you know. Shout out Green Road CBD. Uh, they gave me you know those daily doses are fucking nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Are they 25 milligrams or 50 milligrams? I think they're. Like I that. think the daily doses are 50. I think the gummies are 15 or 20. I'm not sure. I have to check, yeah. take a look at the bag. That daily but. dose. You take the daily dose. You, you open it. You just drop it under your tongue. I, I save it for before bed. Yeah, it's, it's the best sleep in the world. You know, you wake up and you're just like, man, that was. You felt like you slept. Yeah, you know, and you wake up and you're like, 
have some coffee and then you're good. Yeah. Uh, I'm grateful that, you know, I know, you know, we got dad coming up, but it's like, I'm grateful that they joined because I legit use green roads. Yeah. All the time. And, you know, I've been using it for since 2016. So it's, um, it's nice, man. Like I said, it's, it's, uh, the, the, the CBD I feel like is what I'm looking for without the, you know, the actual high, you know what I mean? Like it, it helps. It just, it's. I have a back injury from lower back injury from almost 20 years ago. And, um, my, you know, my, my ankles are constantly in pain. Um, yeah, just from, I guess the way my body is built and the CBD takes it all away. And it also, it also quells that anxiety too, that, that, that internal shit that's always in my head. It levels me out, but don't ever bring that shit here again, Matt. Um, but (laughs) jerk, um, so no, it was like I said, it was it was unpleasant. But um, I think in the in, in different circumstances, had I not had as high of a dose, I think it probably would have been enjoyable. But it, because I went full steam ahead and was an idiot and didn't check, yeah, no, we're not we're we're staying far away from that one, brother. But um, speaking of uh, of of things that are happening since we've been gone, I know we spoke about Jade Cargill signing to WWE before we went on our break. Yeah. Adam Copeland, former yeah. wrestler formerly known as Edge, friend of the show, uh, signed with AEW. And I wanted to pick your brain about that and see what your thoughts were and how you felt when you heard the news. Dude, talk, I, I, very few things shock me anymore. And like we, I, I, it was just a couple of weeks ago, there's that speculation mm-hmm. that he was going. And, but then he did a video on his porch saying there's no issue between him and WWE. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I told you, know, I, mean, I took it for what it was, but then, you know, uh, yeah, I was watching the, uh, was it Wrestle Dream? Wrestle Dream. I was, yeah. some, I was watching some of that. And, uh, you know, once they said, you know, Christian was the main event, I was like, okay, all right, there's something, something happening here. Yeah. And then, you know, once they had that screwy finish, I was like, well, there's no way they're going off the air with the heel up. Right. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Something's got to happen. And it kind of went on. And then, you know, dude, it was pretty cool. Uh, Instead of, you know, the familiar, instead of hearing, you think you know me, you think, you hear, you think you know him. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, all right, that's cool. And then they hit the uh, altar bridge. Hornish day, and he comes out. And, well, there's a little video montage mm-hmm. too that they did, which uh, I would have held off doing, just because it's like that Jeff Hardy thing again. Like he hit the music, he run out, and he's his brother doing the, beat down yeah, and, doing the yeah. dance coming down. You're like, your brother's getting his ass kicked. Hurry the fuck up. Yeah. Your brother's getting the ass kicked and you're having a dance party in the aisle. <laughs> so meanwhile, there, there's this, you know, beat down going on in the ring and oh, well, I, I would come out and help, but I have this video package that I paid a lot of money to procure. And so I kind of would have done without the video montage because it kind of killed the fucking momentum of the pop. Yeah. You know, uh, well, actually, I think the video happened before. Well, no, I'm sorry, the video happened before the, the the music, right? But I also think but, that that it said like rated R or something in the sign, and I was like, you just blew your, you just 
like blew the bank here. Like, why would you, why wouldn't you just let it build without any, like being so on the nose, you know? The light should have went out and you should have heard right off the bat, you think you know him. Right. And then do the entrance. The, the video kind of just, it didn't totally kill, spoil or kill it because the reaction was still amazing. Sure. There's, there, there's pacing to it, you know. The, the lights go out. You think you know him. Owner's Day. Yeah. You know, just fucking, uh, but dude, it was, it was awesome. Uh, he didn't know which way he was going to go. Of course, he's, you know, the baby face. Right. So him and uh, Christian are going to have, you know, a little bit of a, a storyline here, which is awesome. Uh, uh, having Edge come in is totally a, a plus because mm. from the aspect of one of your big, you know, uh, stars, CM Punk, is no longer there. Now, I think, you know, look, AEW is amazing. All the workers there are amazing. But CM Punk was bringing in the casual viewers. Right. Who normally, you know, I watch wrestling here and there. I'll tune in here and there. Oh, CM Punk's there? Oh, okay. I'll watch this more often. Right. Thing, you know? Right. Yeah. It's a CM name. CM Punk's yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't cater to the hardcores because the hardcores are always be there. You got to get the casual viewer. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, Edge brings back those people they might have lost through CM Punk. The, the, well, you know, I'll tune in every now and then and see what's going on. If not, then I don't, I'll go, you know, knit a sweater or something. Yeah, you know, just whatever <laughs> people do when they're not watching wrestling. Yeah. So, you know, Edge is back. So it's okay. I'm a big Edge fan and he'll bring over his millions of viewers. And, you know, I know I shit on, I, I don't shit on ratings, but like, the key demo, the key demo. Yeah, all that. Like, dude, my as a performer, all I care about is asses and seats. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care about key that. The bosses can worry about the key demos. As a wrestler, I want as many eyes, yeah, on the product because that's more eyes on me mm -hmm. as a performer. You know, you know oh. We, we drew less fan, less fan would watch us, but we want the more people in the key demo watched us. Well, that's great. Yeah. But I would rather have the larger number overall. So, so those people can potentially buy my t shirts or, you know, whatever. My, uh, blue mini underoos or whatever. I don't know. <clears throat> but, Ed, but Edge brings that to AEW. He brings the casual viewer, the people who might not have. Otherwise, watched AEW, mm -hmm. and uh, I think it's it's good for it's good for wrestling. It's good for AEW, but it's good for wrestling because now we get to see some fresh matchups. Yeah, and Edge talk, Edge talked about that in his uh, post uh, press conference where like, hey, I've never had a match with this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy. Now he gets to uh, now he gets to have those matches, and right. uh, wrestling will be better for it. Meanie. Yes, sir. Football season is back. And do you know what that means? Tell me. Touchdown dances, Sunday tailgates, and epic fantasy showdowns. But fellas, let's not forget the real MVP of the season. Introducing the all-new Beard Hedger Pro Kit by our friends at Manscaped, your ultimate luxury beard grooming experience. This kit is your secret weapon for staying sharp on and off the field, meaning. 
Don't fumble this opportunity. Head to Manscaped.com and elevate your grooming game with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. You heard that right, meaning 9 million men or 109 Lincoln Financial Fields. So go wow. to, I write this crazy. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping by using the promo code MINDMEANY. And MEANY, I got a question for you. What's one of the worst memories that you have when trying to shave your face? Brother, I'll tell you, I am known for my beard. And there's nothing worse than when you trim one side and it's not even with the other side. But with this beard hedger, uh, you get, you can set it to the exact setting you want so both sides come out nice, even, and smooth. And it's amazing, Meanie. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit is a grooming powerhouse built for precision and style, just like your favorite quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Hashtag go birds. Uh, this kit tackles. This kit tackles beard touch-ups effortlessly, ensuring that you're always prepped for the next play. Plus, it has a compact design for easy portability. The cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers of extra add-ons, meaning that's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, dude, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink, because Lord knows Mrs. Goober and Mrs. Meany are not going to be happy if they find all that crap in the sink. This titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Uh, remember, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit is your go-to teammate for maintaining a sharp and polished beard, whether you're on the field, in the office, or anywhere in between. Grab yours today and experience the game-changing difference. And also, meaning I'll have you know, after you groom your facial turf, show it some love with Manscaped's liquid formulations. The beard shampoo, the beard conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm are the key to feeling victorious and taking your beard game to the next level this year. So go right now. After you listen to this ad, go right to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Mind. Meaning it's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using promo code mind meanie. Your grass is not artificial. Keep it shaved with Manscaped, and we thank them for sponsoring the program. Yeah, I, I agree. I uh I was I know there's been a lot of discourse about um people not being super happy with him jumping and like I don't know, I find that stuff kind of like kind of weird you know because it's like at the end of the day like it's his life it's his business it's the way he wants to end his career um it doesn't affect any of us as individuals you know what i mean like it's just yeah. like okay like it's okay he's moving to another company okay great like let him let him enjoy it like if 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 that's what he wants to do and that's that's where he's going to be happy and i think yeah. honestly the, the way i see it the biggest factor in that entire thing i think had to do with the fact that christian was in aew locked into a long-term contract and one he wanted to finish his career with Christian, he wanted to do something more with him. So I think that, from what I understand and what he said in interviews, like that was the biggest motivating factor. Um, the promo or the, the the conversation that they had in the ring the other day, I guess that was, was that dynamite that they were in the ring or was that collision? Um, Christian, he came in, he was talking to them and he's like, you know, like you were going to beat up Sting and you were going to give him the concerto and, you know, um, and then he tells him, he's like, go fuck yourself, right? Like Christian says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> And I'm like, man, this is good shit. Like, I, I'm actually enjoying this. Like, I'm, 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 I'm invested in the story. So I'm excited to see where they go with that and to see what happens. But, um, no, I mean, like I said, you know, you're, you're, uh, people, I think, put too much stock into, you know, those kinds of, 
conversations, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh my God, it's a betrayal and it's this and no, it's going to help the key demo. But it's just like, guys, just fucking enjoy the product. Like, just yeah. enjoy it. Like, just, this is what it is. It's just, it's wrestling. Just, it's not, it's not that deep. Fan. Please just be a fan. Yeah. Just, you just, know? it's not that deep. Just like enjoy the ride. You, you, you are currently getting to see two people in the ring that we didn't think were ever going to wrestle again. One because of concussions and one because of a neck injury. And now you're seeing them again on your television in 2023 after they started in the late 90s. And you're getting the opportunity to enjoy this again, you know, going forward. Um, just enjoy the ride. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't see it. But um, I guess um, Pete, there's been a lot of conversation about uh, Cousin Phil, our friend of the show, Mr. Punk, <laughs> if you will. Yes. Uh, I feel like we talk about him a lot here on the show. But um, I guess just from a business perspective, um, you know, you're the guy in the industry. Um, do you think that now that Adam Copeland jump jumped rather to uh, AEW, do you think that gives Hunter and WWE more of an incentive to sign CM Punk as like a you know one upsmanship? What do you think? Like I said, Survivor Series is in Chicago, and that's all you need to know is you know let him uh, heal up, let him uh, get you know. Do whatever he needs to do. Yeah. And then Survive Series. And then you give those fans in Chicago what they wanted to see at the, uh, you know, uh, was it All Out or All In? All In, I think, was that was the one in London. Yeah. Yeah. All, all out. out in Chicago. Yeah. All Out in Chicago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it, Dude, I was in the hotel lobby, and you know, there's people showing up for the event. Travel from out of town again to the hotel, and word started breaking that you know CM Punk wasn't going to be there. So many people were disappointed that you know they weren't going to get the chance to see CM Punk in Chicago. People spent a lot of money to, to go to that event. Yep, to see CM to see she sells she sells by the seashores <laughs> to see CM Punk in Chicago. You know, this is what you get to do. You know, um, <clears throat> you know, and you know, the precedent has been sent. The, pr the precedent was set like way back in the eighties. Yeah. You know, uh, Hulk Hogan, big star in the AWA, they kept teasing, giving him the AWA World Title, right? So, right. Vince takes over the world, and the first thing he does is bring in Hulk Hogan as world champion, which was something that Vern Gagne dropped the ball on. Yeah. You know, WWE's not about, you know, not above giving the fans the things they, they that they feel like they were robbed on. You know what I'm saying? And business is business. Dude, if they brought back the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. You know, they could bring back CM Punk. That's what I was, you know, I was just going to say. If Warrior came back multiple times, right? Like... Yeah, Jeff Jarrett's in the Hall of Fame for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Like that's right. like if anything, Bret Hart and Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, you know, hugging in the center of the ring. You know, and it's amazing. Like I, I feel like I, I noticed something last night that perked my ears up, and I know a lot of people were talking about it on Twitter this morning. Was um, Corey Graves said during the Seth Rollins, like they were spinning into the fast lane stuff, and they're going over everything, and it's uh, he said um, the greatest trick. The devil ever pulled was convincing you he wasn't he didn't exist or something along those lines, right? And I yeah. went, this is for the Patreon exclusive folks, by the way, patreon.com slash mind of the meaning. I went, 
I've heard that recently. And I remember yeah. that from somewhere else. And, you know, it's fucking, it's from CM Punk's like super classic promo in Ring of Honor. And they just did a whole program about that with MJF and AEW. And I'm going, now they're just fucking with us. Like now it's just like, it's the same thing when they were doing that with uh, Cody before he came back in 2022. It's like, oh, yeah. Seth Rollins is, uh, um, what they say? Seth Rollins is WrestleMania dreams are dashed now. And, and, um, it's turned yeah. into a nightmare. It's like, we know what the fuck you're doing here. Corey Graves, yeah, sir, Mr. Pittsburgh, yes. friend of the show. <laughs> we know what you're doing yeah. here. Don't, 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 don't play with our emotions like this, pal. But, um, so that, that's, that's something to keep an eye out for. Like the, uh, them dropping Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, along the way, uh, on the build up to, uh, Survivor Series. And I think it's fascinating that a lot of that stuff is coming back out now, like, especially like the comments that Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins have made about punk and what punk has said about them publicly. Like, I just think it's interesting that there's like this mechanism that's starting where it's like, those things are starting to come back to the forefront now. And you know what I mean? It's just like this weird, like dynamic of things that are happening. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would say for me, business is business. If I was looking at it from, from that perspective, one of my and biggest, that's something to build on. What's that? That's something to build on. One of my biggest legacy stars just went to the other company. You know, what's, yeah. how can I one up them? You know, we pulled one of their big new stars, their rising stars. We pulled them away from them. Now they took one of our legacy guys to come over. What are we going to do now? The, what, there's only one other big thing to do besides pulling MJF, which I still think is going to happen next year. Pull their biggest guy. Here you go. Not only are we going to make you champion, we're going to give you the main event at WrestleMania, the one you've never had. Right. How about we'll sign off on the dotted line and we're going to build that program to WrestleMania. So, um, no, it's exciting, man. It's exciting to see what's coming really genuinely. Yeah. Same. Uh, it's good. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. I've said that I've been saying that for a while now. It's a good Mm -hmm. time. Excuse me. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan and, uh, just enjoy it. Don't fucking overthink it, you know, because at one point, there could be a uh, wrestling comes in cycles. Good wrestling comes in cycles. So does bad wrestling yeah. come in cycles. There's going to be a moment where there might be a lull, per- a lull period in the wrestling business, and you're like, man, remember that back in the day? You know, you'll you'll be reminiscing about when you had it really good. And you really didn't get to enjoy it because you're too busy trying to look smarter in front of your other friends who are. See, I knew that uh, before you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was right about this. That you know, how about just be like, oh man, that guy was an asshole to my favorite wrestler. I want to see him get his ass beat. Yeah. The, I, what, what about that? What, what, what happened to those days of just want to see your favorite win and you see the asshole get his ass beat? You know. And having my, I think that like for me, like having my kids enjoy the show now, like being so in older, the older three being into wrestling so much now, it's like it kind of like levels me out sometimes. Cause you know, like you can get caught up in that shit sometimes. You're like, oh, this is all yeah. business shit and whatever, whatever. And they're just like, oh my God, dad, what happens if CM Punk comes back? And like, who's he gonna, I think he's gonna wrestle Seth Rollins. No, I wanna see him wrestle, you know, and it's just like the way that they look at it, it's like, oh, this is exactly the way that I should be looking at it. Like, it's just, it's, you're here having fun. You're being entertained. Like, it's just, it's an enjoyable process. Everybody just breathe. And nothing in your life is going to be affected that much, but to go on Twitter and fucking go ham. And yeah, you know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this deep, but um, it really is. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan again. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. What else has been fun though? 
before we get into my favorite section of the show, sir. Yes. Is the Philadelphia fucking Phillies, man. Oh. How many games away are we? 11, right? 11. As, as of this recording. Yeah. Uh, as of October 7th at 11.13 a.m., we're hopefully, potentially, 11 wins away. Yeah. From the world and winning a World Series, hopefully. When's the next? Trying to, yeah, I was going to say, when's the next game? Next game's tonight. Oh, wow. So I will be at McCusker's tonight. Uh, tonight, Game tonight, game one of the NLCS, the National League Championship Series, uh, will be tonight um, at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which I guess is an Atlanta thing because, you know, the Braves are, you know, Captain TBS team, you know, 605. Yeah. <laughs> even though the game, I don't even know what channel the game is. I don't know what channel the game is on. I'm gonna look I'll up. figure it out. I'm going to look it up right now while you're talking. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, a little back history. Uh, Phillies got in on a, the number one wild card seed. Um, their first opponents were the Miami Marlins, who are a pesky team. Uh, I'll give them that. They, uh, great pitching staff. Uh, they're going to be a team for the future. The Miami Marlins, they're going to be a tough team in the future. They're just a young team. First time into the, the, uh, the playoffs. So, uh, but the Phillies, you know, beat them in two games. Every mm. first round game was a two game sweep because mm. it's a best of, it's best of three series. Now we're going to a best of five with the Braves. And this Brave series could easily be, I'm sorry, I uh, fucked up. Tonight is the NLDS. Oh, right. The division series, yeah. And the reason why I said championship series, it's National League division series. Mm -hmm. The reason why I said National League championship series is because this game easily could be for the National League championship. Right. You know, um, for sure. I wish uh, Major League Baseball would do the reseeding thing. Because right now, you know, I think the the Braves would face the Diamondbacks instead. Yeah. I forget who the Phillies would, you know, who I forget who else. A lot of teams, the only two teams from the National League to make make the playoffs, uh, you know, from last year was the the Phillies and the, the Braves, I think. Padres are out. Uh, oh, the Dodgers are in. My bad. Mm. So the, I, I think the Phillies would have faced the Dodgers. According to, if they went by records, right? Instead of the instead of the original bracket. So, um, and by time this I feel bad. By time this drops Monday, you know we'll be one game in because the second game's Monday night. Mm-hmm. But uh, this easily could be. This game should be for the, the division. Yeah, uh, for you know, for the the National League championship, championship. I'm sorry. Yes, but uh, the Braves team is a good team. Um, but here's uh, I think I said this in the green room before we started, um, or with our our pod squad, which you can go to mindandmeanie.com slash go to patreon.com slash mindandmeanie. I think I'm still in the 420 from last week. <laughs> Fuck, man. My brain, if it, makes you feel, if it makes you feel better, my brain's not fully functional after the tripping uh, incident. So yeah. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. 
what you get, you know, we were talking about this with the, uh, the pod squad, you know, mine and me, uh, patreon.com slash mine and the meanie. And, uh, that I think the, the playoff system's kind of broken. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, the Braves won the division, but, you know, uh, the, the Phillies played the wild card round and, uh, and won. Meanwhile, the, the Braves are just sitting around. And while the, you know, the Phillies are still playing, and this goes for the other teams as well, you know, whoever plays in that wild card round is still playing meaningful baseball, meaning they're still sharp. Yeah. They're still active. They're still fucking seeing live rounds. See, and the teams waiting for those wild card teams are just sitting around, you know, going, okay, who are we going to face? And they're not playing meaningful baseball while they, they, those teams have been off for like a week. Yeah. Which is, which is longer than like an all-star break. You know, you see teams come back from the all-star break and they're kind of, they're kind of shaking off that all-star break rust. Yeah. So to speak. And that's kind of what happened last year. The, the, the Braves were the best team in baseball. Phillies snuck in on the last spot and then they, you know, beat the Cardinals. Um, and then they went into that Brave series and, uh, they were still, Firing all cylinders while the Braves were just like trying to get off that that rust. You mm-hmm. know, the Phillies took the first game, Braves took the second, and once it came back to Philly, it was curtains. Yeah, you know. So um, I'm, I'm confident in the. You know, I, I'm a diehard Phillies fan, and I might sound like a homer, but I'm, I'm confident in this team. Um, they got experience from last year of what's like the you know. Not only get into the playoffs, but go deep into the playoffs. They went to the right. World Series. Yeah, you know this this Braves team, best team in baseball. But they they had to wait a, a week last week to face the Phillies. The Phillies came in hot. In this same situation, they 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 won over. You know the Braves won over a hundred games. That's cool. But you're, you're sit, sitting around for a week, and now the Phillies are coming in hot. Yeah, with a lot of momentum. So. Uh, and the the Braves uh starting pitcher uh was a Strider as his name is. I think uh he uh they were doing an interview with him and he's like, What's your uh sports hot take? Did you find it? I'm looking it up right now, I'm trying to get it to oh, I think okay. it's Strider if I remember correctly. Yeah, Strider. The guy with the the mustache. Ugh. Um He uh Yeah, it's, uh, yeah Spencer Strider. Yep, that's Spencer his name. Strider. Uh, he he doesn't deserve to wear ninety nine. Uh, that's for like cooler people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying I don't know Spencer Strider, but just looking at him, nah. I, I'm like, nah, you're not a ninety nine kind of guy. Um, you know, Jerome Brown ninety nine, Mitch Williams ninety nine, yeah, Spencer Strider ninety nine. That's no. me, Spencer Strider. No, no. So uh, his hot sports take was he wants to do with. Away with fans at baseball games, which blew my fucking mind because that's what drives this baseball. That's where you're you're getting your your money. Yeah, tickets hit. Yeah, you know I come from the business of wrestling where it's about you know and ask every however wide your ass is every <laughs> every couple inches. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm a two seater pal. Yeah. I got a wide stance. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah, just, just to say you would do away with fans at the ballpark. It's so stupid. Is, yeah. So it's, a, it's, it's a shame he's not playing game three instead of game one because I would love to see what the Philly crowd does to him. But, um, they're going to just, yeah, it's gonna... going to be, it's, it's going to be a good series. You can't, you di- can't discount the Braves, but, History going by history, and how this new play, this new playoff uh, schedule is. Mm-hmm. I think the teams who play the wild card round actually have the benefit of playing meaningful, meaningful baseball, while these other teams are sitting there waiting. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's that's what's on my mind with baseball. I was just thinking about um, we were talking in the green room and I uh, we were talking about the Bryson Stotts uh, Grand Slam oh the my other day God. with that loud fucking pop man and uh, I reached out to Matt from Dover because I knew he would know this answer and I'm glad he got it to me before the end of the show because uh, I asked him because I went to a Phillies game I can't remember how long ago it was and um, it was uh, Jeff Juden hit a Grand oh, Slam wow. off Hideo Nomo and also pitched a complete game that same game. Jesus. And we were there at the stadium. We watched, we stayed for the end. Cause normally, like, my dad was the kind of guy who would be like, oh, we're going to leave by like the sixth inning and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But because it was so crazy, that game, it was like, no, we're going to stay. And, um, he, he pitched, Jeff Juden pitched the entire game and fucking hit a grand slam off a Nomo pitch. Um, right actually, the, the grand came like right into our section too, where the, in the vet. That's amazing. And yeah, dude, it was fucking crazy, man. The place was electric. It's the only thing I can really think about. As far as comparison to noise from listening to that stop video, if you haven't seen it, go out of your way to check, take a look at it. It is definitely loud. And somebody, uh, somebody realized that like there's different channels on the, the stereo mix. Yeah. So they they chose the channel where the announcers weren't, where there, there was no announcers, and they played that Bryson. Here's here's the situation. Bryce, the bases get loaded. Bryce Stott comes up, swings at the first pitch, and hits a grand slam. Crazy, which is the second grand slam in Philadelphia's postseason history. The first one was Shane Victorino against the Milwaukee Brewers in 2008, which I'm still trying to find that fucking game. Yeah, I, I remember. Have, I, I remember, remember watching game. it. I just can't. Rem- I, I haven't been able to find that that clip. I have most of the, those postseason games. Uh, that's that's the one game I can't fucking find. Mm. So uh, if anybody finds it, let me know. Um, that Shane Victorino Grand Slam against the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm-hmm. So Bryce Stott did that. And w- take the announcers out and just the crowd noise. It sound- the only thing I could quit, if you take two hair dryers and put them up to yeah. each ear, and it's just like, you know, oh, my God. So one um, I forget what I wish I could credit the announcer. The one announcer said, "There's home field advantage, and then there's Philadelphia." Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. There's nothing like fucking. There is no place in the world like the city when it comes to baseball or sports in general, man. Not a single and fucking place. And there's talks, and there's talks amongst you know Philly sports fans, and you know who's louder, you know Eagles or Phillies, and. I think the Phillies get the little bit of the edge because in baseball there's singular moments. Yeah. In football there's a bunch of stuff happening at the same time. Yeah. You know, you know between the quarterback doing this, wide receivers trying to get open, and in baseball it's just a pitcher and a batter. Yeah. 
and then, you know, what happens after that, you know? So that Grand Slam, man, those fans were insane. And uh, the cool thing is about living in South Philly, I can hear those stadiums from my house. Well, I was just going to ask you, were, were you were you home when that one happened, the Grand Slam? Could you hear it? I wasn't. Mrs. <sighs> Meany was. Uh, but I've heard stuff. Like when the Eagles score a touchdown. Yeah. It's like kind of like a spoiler because I hear the fireworks before I see it on TV. <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm about a mile, maybe a mile yeah. from the stadium, roughly. And you hear boom, 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 boom. You're like, oh, here comes, here comes a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, I know now. So, yeah. That's funny, man. But uh, I'll be at McCusker's tonight uh, for the bet. You know, I've, I've been doing Eagles games at the 2300 Arena. Yep. Uh, Eagles home games, but uh, I got to do B- Phillies baseball at McCusker's because it's you can watch any sport at McCusker's, but it's really a Phillies bar, you know. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. And it looks like tonight they're in Atlanta, six oh seven p.m. on TBS. So if you're watching, it's going to be the same time on Monday. So if you're listening to this as you listen to this Monday, uh, you know, game two will be the same time, six oh seven p.m. Eastern Standard uh, on TBS. So take a look at that. Uh, and make sure you watch. But the other thing I want to ask you real fast, Meanie, is a question. Yeah, of course. If I may. Huh? Are you ready to ask Meanie? I would love to. It's time to ask Meanie anything. Ask me something! I can't remember what regular air smells like. Don't forget, tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie, and you may hear them asked on the show. Meanie, uh, what kind of seltzer do you have today for these uh, questions, sir? I'm glad I remembered this week. Uh, I know I've been, been a, I've been a bit of a fucking failure. Oh, no, 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 no. We're, we are a seltzer show. And, uh, but this week I have, again, a polar black cherry. Whoa, black cherry. Bam, bam, no, black cherry. So, uh, polar's been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's been a, repeat offender in my house. Uh, something, I go to Wawa and I get the fucking big bottles. They're like two for three fifty. I get the black cherry and the uh, the lemon lime. Nice. Um, nice. It's good stuff, yeah. man. Excellent. I, I, um, I, unfortunately, because I was so parched, ran through my lemonade, so I'm waiting for Mrs. Goober to pull one up here for me, so I'll have to do it in the middle of mine. But at least I can gimmick it for the program. So go ahead and yep. we'll do that right in three, two, one. There we go, nice and Sam crispy, and, and hopefully I get some more, uh, some more, some more go-go juice here while we're doing the here questions. Pink, Got a pinky lot of up. piggy up, sir. Pinky's up. Ah, boy. Everybody should enjoy their drink with a. <sighs> <laughs> Lots of questions this week. We're just going to run through this. Melissa Raccoon's number one fan says, "Yes, just what I waited for." Hashtag Ask Meanie. Thank you. We love yes. that. We love that. Thank you. Appreciate do you, it. Do you remember you and Stevie doing a mock Hogan versus Warrior match in 1996 <laughs> at some indie show when the promoter no-showed? That was in uh, Woodbridge, Virginia. And uh, the promoter showed up, but the promoter showed up with no money. No. And he tried to do that fucking thing where, you know, let me pay you in starter checks. Like, all right. Um, paid you dude, in starter like, checks? Dude, I got, 
I have this show somewhere on VHS. I need to digitize it. Um, dude, it was uh, Woodbridge, Virginia. Uh, wow. the, kid, the promoter's name was Sydney. I can't think of his last name. And he was a regular at ECW shows. He would come to every ECW arena show. Every ECW show. Wow. Until this, until this happened. But he had, he had Sabu. Did he have Sabu? Uh, either way, he had the Gangsters. He had me, Stevie, Axel Rotten, Iron Mike Sharp. Uh, he had a bunch of fucking big names on there. And, uh, we're sitting there and Iron Mike Sharp. Yeah, if you've seen Iron Mike Sharp in the ring, you know what he sounds like because he's just loud. Loud and boisterous. Like, ah, we're all getting fucked. The promoter has no money. And we're like, what? <laughs> so, you know, uh, we, we get up and he's like, yeah, it's, you know, the, the promoter who everybody was working for just because we knew him from arena. So, oh, he's got to be a good dude, right? No. So, um, I forget. Oh, me and Stevie were yeah. slated to work the gangsters. Mm. And uh, we just, you know, we, it, it, this is such a shit thing to say. It's just like, um, we're just like, you know what? We got fucked on our payday. This whole thing's a fucking sham. We're just, we just did a quick job to the gangsters. Yeah. And, um, but then like, me and Seawees were just start fucking around and we start working each other for the fuck of it. <laughs> and, and, uh, we start doing Hogan Warrior from, uh, Toronto, WrestleMania six. <laughs> and we just did the, all the, all the spots minus the gorilla press, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and that was it. But, uh, the whole show was, uh, if I can get, I need to get that show on VHS. Because there's a moment where oh, the headbangers are on that show, too. Oh, no shit. So Axel Rotten and the headbangers decided to do karaoke of Adam Sandler's song at a medium pace. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just go on YouTube, Adam Sandler's at a medium pace. And that's the song they sang. That's hilarious. The highlight for me for that show is Joel Gertner was there. He gets on the mic and he does a public service announcement. Well, the owner of a car with a license plate and he rattles off all these letters and numbers and, you know, that's preposterously long for a, uh, a license plate. He goes, <laughs> Will you please move your car? Your license plate is blocking the entrance of the building. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's a fucking amazing. Uh, Woodbridge, Virginia. Joey Matthews and uh, Christian York were on that show, too. Because wow. I told Joey Matthews I have it. He goes, you're a liar. I was like, I have it. I swear. <laughs> I, I just need to fucking figure out how to digitize it. But yeah. holy shit. I I that's brought back memory, so I appreciate that question. Uh, uh, who asked that question? Uh, so it is Melissa Raccoon's number one fan is the account on uh, Twitter. So, oh, thank you. That, that's why I love this segment. Yeah. It brings back me 
brings back fucking memories of shit I forgot I did or uh, I was a part of. Now, question for you too, I guess, as a follow up. Um, what did the gangsters <laughs> say about that whole deal? Like, what, what oh, was New Jack's uh, response? New Jack, New Jack made sure he got something. He, uh, <laughs> you can see my face right now. I can't even imagine. Oh my he god! Knew where Sydney, he knew where Sydney lived, and uh, it might not have been physical, but he got his money's worth from uh, Sydney's. I think he took his computer. I think he, I think he went to his house, went into his house, and just took the cash equivalent of what he was owed for that show. Man, which is not uncommon. Yeah. Um, when I first when I start first started wrestling in uh, the Michigan, when I started training with Al, mm-hmm. there's this super show uh, in Michigan, and I, the promoter's name was Joe Lake. Mm. I want to say, and he his show was even bigger. He had Sabu versus Al Snow. He had Tommy Dreamer, Taz, Virgil. Greg Valentine, Medusa, like Medusa got on the, the mic and started cutting a promo about how the boys were getting screwed. Jim the Anvil, Neidhart, all, he had all these people on the show. So like Jim the Anvil, Neidhart, and a bunch of the boys took the hotel van over to where they found out where Joe Lake lives, went to his house and wow. got what they, uh, the cash equivalent of what they thought they were owed. Wow. Holy yeah. shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't throw an event if you can't pay the fucking boys. Well, have that. Here's the thing. If you're going to throw an event, just know before you sell one ticket, yeah, you're at least going to be 10 grand in a hole. Right. Don't so if you're going to have an event, make sure you have at least 10 to 15 grand just as a cushion because you're not going to make it all. You, you, there's a good chance you're not going to make it off the door. I just don't understand – I don't understand why someone would do – like I can't wrap my mind around the fact that someone would book an entire fucking show and then stiff the people working – like it doesn't make any sense to me or pay in – like that doesn't – that is – it's outrageous to me. I'm so, I just – like I can't – I can't imagine people doing that to them. People think it's – they think it's field of dreams. Booking, they will come. <sighs> it's ridiculous. To, there's so much work that goes into booking. Yeah. And – from you got to pound the pavement you can't rely on just internet and you got to go out and put do flyering you got to buy ads like when i was running 3pw you know i learned that you know you know radio ads were super cheap on the overnights yeah. so i would just buy a bunch of ads on the overnights and people were like oh i heard about your radio ad on uh ysp wysp you know and this mm-hmm. and it helped you know just and um I would go through, this is back in the AOL days, I would go through people's, I would uh, keyword search WWE, WCW, mm-hmm. and I, whoever's profile came up, I made an email list, <laughs> and I would send out an email list, yeah. hey, 3BW, this, that, and the other thing, even if they didn't live in Philly, you know, just, why not? I was trying to sell home videos, too, so. Yeah. Why not? But, uh, yeah, they, people think they could just run a show, and they think fans will just come. Because they watch TV. Oh, look at all those fans. No, that, there's a lot of money spent to get those people to come to those shows and making them aware that the show was happening. Yeah. You know? Whew. 
You know, Meanie? What's that, Adam? We hear this a lot. Every CBD company tells you that their product is the best. With quality control measures like lab testing and QR codes now becoming the standard, it can start to seem like all CBD brands are the same, but I'm here to tell you something, Meanie. They are not. Knowing what makes certain brands better will help you spend your money more wisely and have more confidence as you incorporate CBD oils, topicals, capsules, or gummies into your own wellness routine. And that's why we're proud to partner with Green Road CBD as an official sponsor of Mind of the Meanie. And Meanie, I know you're a longtime user of Green Road CBD. How has Green Road CBD helped you in your life? Let me tell you, Green Road CBD is, is a product I've been using for years. And uh, when we started Mind of the Meanie, I always was, was like, let's get Green Road's as a, as a sponsor because I use them almost daily, uh, whether it's the gummies, you know, to take care of the aches and pains of 30 years of, of wrestling, the topical solutions uh, that help my knees, help my back, help my elbows, help my shoulders. Green Road CBD has done everything to help me maintain uh, a pain-free existence from all the years of wear and tear as a professional wrestler. And to me, Meanie, that sounds like the Green Road's difference. And it comes down to a really few important points. They're just part of the reason that they've won industry awards year after year, earned thousands of five-star reviews, and have heard countless stories from customers just like you about the impact that those products have had on your life. So Green Roads is led by a, co a compounding pharmacist with 25 years of experience helping her community getting healthy. For her and the entire company, it's more than just a job. It's a mission. And not all hemp sourcing is equal, Meanie. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But they select, our, they select their hemp from high-quality American farms. And also, not all lab testing is equal, which is why they use an accredited independent lab to conduct full panel tests on every single batch. And that's why Green Roads is an original manufacturer, not just a quote-unquote white label brand. So right now, you can go to greenroads.com, meaning, and save 25% off of your entire purchase. Wow. 25% off of everything, meaning. That's huge. And all you have to do is go to their website right now, greenroads.com, and use promo code MEANIE at checkout. It's 25% off your entire purchase by using promo code MEANIE at greenroads.com. Own the day with Green Road CBD, and we thank them for sponsoring the program. Mark and Dryden wants to know, do either of you watch NXT? And if so... Who, from the people that you've seen, do you think is the most main roster ready? I wish I was watching it more. Um, I'm, I'm hearing great things about NXT. Mm -hmm. It's just like I was one of those black and gold loyal brand, uh, brand loyal people. Yeah. I loved I, you know, that era. And... And you know me with my my fan hat on, went. You know what? I'm just gonna. I. It wasn't a conscious decision, like where I went. Oh, I'm just going to stop watching. I just kind of just. I was like, ah, I don't feel. I'm not feeling this color scheme. I'm not feeling the brightness. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like, ah. I I kind of just faded away from it. But now, like everything, like. I feel like I'm missing out on something right now because I'm, I've been hearing a lot of great things. So I wish, I feel bad that, uh, I can't answer your question because I haven't really been watching NXT, which it's a shame because I was such a, I'm such a, 
I wasn't a day one because I, you know, they were on TV, only on TV in certain areas. Like you could watch them on Hulu and I didn't have Hulu at the time and they had TV in Canada back in the day. But mm-hmm. then when the network came about and it was on the network, I was watching it all the time on the network, you yeah. know, but, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I wish I could answer your question. But uh, maybe Adam can answer. I don't know. I've been watching a little bit of it recently. Um, I guess my answer would be Carmelo Hayes. I feel like he's ready for the you know ready to be a, a primetime player at this point. I think uh, I think that's that's where they're going to be going with him relatively soon. Um, I think uh, Roxanne Perez. I think is the other one. If I'm saying, I think that's her. That's her gimmick name. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's great. Um, I mean, there's a handful of folks I think that are that are ready. I think it's just a matter of them, especially with a lot of the stuff they're doing right now. Like Cena's going to be there, and Heyman is coming, and apparently the Undertaker is going to be showing up at some point next week. Um, I think they're trying to build this brand as like you know part three of the show. You know what I mean? Like of the of the main roster in a lot of ways. To me, it's um, always been that. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of always been there. Gigi Dolan's another one I really enjoy. Um, I think uh, I think what they're trying to do is they're just trying to get eyeballs on the program and the product and saying, hey, we have a lot of really great talent down here. And, and, and having names like Cena and Heyman and, and The Undertaker and Becky Lynch and Asuka show up down there, I mean, that, that, that can only help them. You know, so I, um, mm-hmm. I think, like I said, I would say out of everybody, the three names I just mentioned, I would say they're probably primed pretty soon ready for, for the main roster. But, yeah. um, you know, Bar- Baron Corbin's doing amazing stuff down there as well. Like his, his yeah. whole new gimmick, like that's fucking great. Um, awesome guy. Um, so yeah, I would say, you know, out of those, that like the people that haven't been on the main roster yet, those three would be the names I would give you. Nice. Uh, RJ Krasinski. What's up, RJ? What's going on, man? What up, RJ? What it is, man? Thanks for the question, brother. Um, check how- out his, uh, check out his podcast, Reffing It Up. Yeah, dude. Great with, uh, show. Brian Hebner. Great show. Go out of your way to check it out. It's in the, uh, anywhere you listen to your uh, favorite podcast. RJ wants to know, how would both of you book Damien Priest's cash-in with his Money in the Bank briefcase? Man. It's a great question. It is. And, uh, yeah, which belt? Yeah. You know, a, you know, Roman's the main guy, you know. And uh, Seth is doing a good job with the new belt. So I would think, you know, you know, if you want to raise the elevation of that belt, I would think he would, I would have him cash it in against Seth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you could go against Roman, but that belt's already kind of established. Yeah, you know, through Roman. If you want to, if you want to elevate the um, the level of that belt, the uh, WWE World Belt. That Seth currently holds, I would have him cash in on. I would have him cash in on Seth. Now the when and the wheres, I don't know. Because you, know, you know, there, there's always that thing of, do you do it the night of? You know, you can, right, right. There's two formulas. People have ca- tried to cash in the night of they win it, or towards the very end where it's like the next money in the bank. Yeah, you know, but. um there's always the rumble, you mm-hmm. know, maybe, you know, uh, I don't know how many times this big, you know, there's been a cash in attempt at the rumble, but, um, I would, I don't know how or the when or the why, but 
definitely against Seth's belt because, like, yeah. I would have, I would try to elevate Seth's belt. Yeah. You know, because people are still kind of poo-pooing it a little bit. I don't like the design. It's the big gold. It's the big gold belt for new generation. Like, come on, how can you not yeah. like this belt? Yeah, everybody hated the universal belt when it, they booed the universal belt when it. Yeah. And now look where the universal belt is now. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's all yeah. relative, man. It's all relative. It's goofy. It's goofy bullshit, man. Um, yeah. I agree with you. I think that if they're going to do a cash in, it's got to be against Seth because I feel like at this point, with the way that the story arcs are going and everything is aligned, um, I don't think that a cash in against Roman is going to do anything. You all, I mean, you're you're pretty much guaranteed right away. At least right now, you're like this. He's not going to win, right? They're not going to give. They're not going to end this historic run. And, and it's not a knock against Damian Priest. I just think that they have a, a a way different trajectory and story in mind for the end of Roman's reign. Uh, than than a cash in it uh, with money in the bank, um, so I think Seth is going to be the only choice. I don't want to see him cash in against Gunther or Rey Mysterio for you know one of the secondary titles. Um, I think based upon the product I've been watching recently, I think there's a great story to be told if Damian does beat Seth for the belt, um, or if Nakamura wins tonight. You know, like we tonight is Fastlane, so. It's it's very possible. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's very possible that either Seth retains or Nakamura wins. And I think the way that they've been building up the Nakamura character recently, I think there's a great story to be told between him and Damian Priest if they're fighting over that big gold belt. So yeah. I think I think for me that's that's where the story is. But then you also have the variable, it's like, well, if CM Punk does come back, do they want to put him with Seth Rollins for the big gold belt? You know what I mean? Like there's there's all tif- different types of of things that could happen. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that title change hands a couple of times before we get to the Rumble, um, if that's the way they're going to go with it. But um, I think for me, my money, based upon everything that's happening right now, my money would be on on a Nakamura Priest showdown for that title. Even if, you know, because again, remember that the match tonight's a last man standing, right? So they're going to beat the bloody hell out of each other. Um, yeah. I could absolutely see Nakamura winning the belt and then Damian Priest cashing in at that point and then becoming the new, you know, World heavyweight champion, so um, yeah. anything's possible. But uh, no, that's I think that's that's where it's going. And again, the the, the the Judgment Day, like fucking phenomenal. They don't miss with that group right now. Like they're doing an incredible job um, with that story, carrying it while the bloodlines starting to kind of like fade to the background a little bit. Um, everything they've been doing with integrating Jey Uso and and Cody Rhodes and you know L.A. Knight, John, like it's just it's it's incredible. So. Um, I hope, I hope the best for, for Damian Priest at this point. Uh, last question for you here. Amir in Cali wants to know any remorse for those bathrooms that you wrecked? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, no, no, <laughs> no. The only, uh, bathroom I have remorse for is my own. Yep. Because it's my house. Other uh, places are public restrooms, so for public <laughs> consumption. So there. Uh, yep. Oh my God! It's just nothing worse than the the worst feeling in the world is when you're flushing that water starts rising and you're yep. just like, oh. <laughs> I will do anything to make this stop right now. Please don't let that shit yeah. fall over the top. Please. Yeah. Um, there should be there should be like a cement trap door that they, that goes over the top of the seat to 
force feeds the water to back down <laughs> into the whole fucking thing. It's like, God damn. Dude, we went, when I was in the airport, me and my buddy Greg, we were flying out to see Brad in, in Vegas. And um, we were like, well, let's not get anything too greasy to eat before we go. Cause like, I don't want to be <laughs> fucking like sick. I'm not sick. Like, I don't ever puke on the plane, but like, I don't want to be farting up a storm on the plane. And so there was nothing really that was like open except for like, Restaurants that have like fifty five dollars a plate, which I'm not fucking gonna do that, right? No, not in the airport. And uh, uh, smash burger. So I was like, well, fuck, I'll just get a burger. Like usually, pretty easy, like standard fare, nothing crazy. I had the worst fucking gas in the plane, dude. And I, it got to the point where it was like, I'm just gonna let him rip and see what happens here. And it was quiet. It was like that rumble, which is masked by like the rumbling of the plane, you know? Yeah. But yeah. man, they were not pleasant. They were coming out Technicolor. Um, it was like, it's like, whoa, you know, I'm wearing a mask on the plane because I just got over COVID recently. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking, yeah. I'm not going to get sick again on this airplane. I could smell yeah. it through the mask. I was like, oh, these poor people behind me and next to me, they're just like, just basking in the ambience right now. And it's not, it's not pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. It's so amazing. It was great stuff, man. It was, uh, it was, it was unpleasant, but what is pleasant, sir, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Blue, if I will. Is doing the yes. show with you and asking you these questions every week. Oh, thank, you thank you for answering these from our, our, our listeners and our fans. Don't forget, again, tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie, and you could hear them on our show each and every week. So, Meanie, I want to thank you. And I just want to thank the Pod Squad for joining us today. And, thank you, um, folks. I want to just know, Meanie, where can people keep up with you, sir? As in the real world, when they're not listening to the show, where can they find you? <laughs> If you would like to follow the Blue Meanie on all forms of social media, that's at Blue Meanie, BWO, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads. We'll see. Uh, at Blue Meanie, BWO. Uh, if you would like to support the Blue Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. If you would like to support Mind of the Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand, go to CollarandElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code Meanie. And use coupon code MIND to save 10% on CollarAndElbowBrand.com. And uh, support the Blue Meanie and support Mind and the Meanie while, you're, while looking good. Speaking of looking good, now you can smell good with MadCatBeardCare.com. If you're a bearded fellow like myself, go get the Blue Spruce Beard Oil and Balm. Shout out to my boy Josh Thornton, who's doing an amazing job over there at MadCatBeardCare.com. He uh, rounds up the feral cats in his neighborhoods, taking, takes them to the vet, gets them fixed up, and uh, they live a health, happier and healthier life. Uh, all the funds from madcatbeercare.com Mad goes, goes to taking care of the kitties. So go over there and uh, pay him a visit. The Ultra Pro Wrestling video game coming to all major consoles in 2024. Ultra Pro Wrestling contains not only original characters created by the Awesome Hal Haney, but many real-world wrestlers, including myself and others that I'm trying not to spoil. Uh, go to ultraprowrestling.com or follow them on Twitter at UPW Video Game. That's ultraprowrestling.com or UPW Video Game. The Figure Collections Bone Crushing Wrestler Series 1 variants of the Blue Mini are now available. Uh, all Series 1s. Uh, can be ordered right now at shop.figurecollections.com. That's shop.figurecollections.com. Get an old school blue mini or get a BWO blue mini. Either way, you win 
with that choice. Uh, shout out to Jim Nielsen over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade, three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneakers for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. If you want to see him make these beautiful show, beautiful shoes. Sorry, that's the 420. Uh, follow him on all social media at G-O-I Kicks. That's G-O-I Kicks. Cameo.com slash Blue Mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Uh, I have one in the uh, on waiting. I'm going to do right after I do this uh, this wonderful show over at cameo.com slash Blue Mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Let's make somebody's day a little bit better, a video at a time. But most importantly, Ms. Bernard, where can we find you, sir? Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. I'm always calling it Twitter. I'm never calling it X. Please stop asking me yes. to do that because I'm not changing it. Always. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and threads for right now, too, I think, until till Twitter's finally dead. Uh, you can find me there at this is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. So you can find me there. Don't forget to listen to my second show, Foundation Radio, at foundationradio.net. Lots of good shows and things coming up. I'm also going to try something new with the show starting at the end of the month. I'm going to start live streaming episodes and talk about wrestling on YouTube. So go ahead and find youtube.com slash foundation radio and uh, subscribe there today. And uh, you'll get to see me talking about wrestling pretty soon. So, uh, brothers, brothers Gatter. Go there now and pick up. It's, we're coming up to the holiday season, Manny, uh, and pick up your very first licensed Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy today. Uh, you can go nice. to brotherscatter.com. You can also get yourself a Blue Meanie Wrestle Buddy as well. And then if you'd like to, if you're feeling great, you can get a two-pack. That's right, two-pack, two-pack Meanie of your favorite podcast host. Uh, the Mind of the Meanie two-pack set is available right now at brotherscatter.com. Uh, the Feinberg Method. Uh, Brad Feinberg is my trainer. He is uh, uh, fitness trainer extraordinaire to the stars. Also the trainer for the Imagine Dragons, Dan Reynolds uh, and Steve Aoki. So go and check him out at thefeinbergmethod.com. Use promo code Goober and save up to 20% off of your entire purchase, uh, not just physical wellness, but also uh, mental wellness as well. So thefeinbergmethod.com. Shout out to the homies at the 10th Ward Barbershop in downtown Lawrenceville on the outskirts of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Go and get a haircut today by Kane or Jordan or the rest of the team by going to 10thwardbarbershop.com. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Pick up a shirt and keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. We want to thank our sponsors today at Manscaped and Green Road CBD. Yeah. Don't forget to sign up at patreon.com slash mind of the meanie tier starting at just $10 and you get to see our lovely faces record every week, uh, to be here with you. So we want to thank you. We want to thank the pod squad for joining us every week and having a blast in the chat. Uh, meanie, I want to thank you for your time. As always, we appreciate you, you, sir. For the blue meanie, I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. Peace. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is produced by Enrichment. 
follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mind of the Meanie and become our patron on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production. Butts Carlton Proprietor. Blue, 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 blue,